Welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. Today is Sunday, April the 5th, but you will be hearing this on Monday, April the 6th. Uh, before we get into anything too deep, I'm, I hope everyone is staying healthy and safe out there with all this corona craziness that we're all dealing with right now. Strange times, there's no doubt about that. Um, but, you know, we can still, with all this stuff going on, social distancing and mandatory shelter, whatever the term is called, you still have the availability to hunt because it's in the woods and there's beauty in that. So I uh, hope y'all are being able to get out and chase turkey some. And yeah, um, before we dive into the show, please remember to um, check out the Primo's Custom Meal Shop. Lots of cool stuff going on there. And if you can, take a second, go to our page on iTunes, leave us a rating, write us a review. It's been uh, pretty remarkable ever since we've started asking them to do that. People have actually been doing it. People actually listen to yeah, us. Yeah, they do. It's been it, like I'm like, well, hot day, you know. <laughs> Look at these guys; they're being nice. Man, yeah. I, I thought we had a viewership or listenership about ten. Yeah, and I, I had some actually. Like one podcast is a few episodes ago. I said something about. I was making a joke. I said something about the. Oh, he said you always say, "Hey guys." He said, "What if there's women?" I said, "I only know of it. I know there's at least two women. My mother and then." You know, hey, but other, but then I had some other women chime chime in when they they write reviews and go, just letting you know, there's more female listeners out there. Yeah. So that's nice. Try to appeal to everybody. I don't know any women that listen to it. Well, I I, don't, I know now. I know. I only know like three people in general. Four that, people that listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, apparently we got a few because we've had some <laughs> comments. <in. laughs> but anyhow, um, so yeah, let's talk about first. What's been going on around here? Uh, well, I mean, we're still going to be able to turkey hunt a good bit, but the, this whole corona stuff has had some effects on our season. No doubt about that. Oh, it's already it's probably going to get worse. Yeah. You know, we were supposed to go to Nebraska in May and hadn't bought our license yet, and they shut the non-resident purchasing down. Yeah. If you hadn't, whenever, the day they shut it down, they said if you have, if you have already bought a license tag, you can go. Yeah, they're going to honor them. But, but other than that no go so i got online that day and went to buying licenses yeah. so right now we've got licenses in tennessee mm-hmm. uh oklahoma mm-hmm. new mexico mm-hmm. and kansas kansas and iowa iowa what about missouri do we do missouri couldn't get them i think i don't don't quote me on this but i've been told they're just shutting it all the way down Okay. So I don't know. That's wild if that's true. I tried to get on there and buy them and something was wrong with their system. They hadn't shut it down at that point, but right. I couldn't get them because my credit card was giving me fits. Right. I think Kentucky shut theirs down. Yeah, they did. Like yeah. all the way or just a non-resident? I think just non-resident. Yeah, see, that, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, and, and I'm not, like, super educated on this stuff. This is just me and my own thoughts. But, like, for someone to, like, shut the hunting all the way down. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, they're just going to be out in the woods. You know, it's not like a... Uh, the, that's the traveling part behind it. Yeah. Bringing in. That's that's not about the people hunting. It's about, you know, the more you go hunting, the more you got to get gas. Yeah. The more you got to buy food. And I get that. more hands are touching different things. And I think that's the purpose behind yeah, it. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I'm talking about, like, when, when you say Missouri was going to shut it down, did you mean, like, all the way? I don't know. I was, uh, that's what I don't know what they meant. Who told me that? Yeah. Um, 
like you said, don't don't quote you on it. Yeah, you don't know for sure. I don't. That, yeah. yeah, that's not facts. Yeah. Well, like I mean, what we're doing now, like Jordan and I are going to. I mean, you think about. I'm sorry to interrupt no, 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 you, but you think about just on a normal year, we're changing our schedule up to be more, you know, social distancing. Mm-hmm. But on a normal year, we're in contact with hundreds of people. Yeah. I really are right. between you know turkey season we're in contact with you know we go to an outfitter or something like that you got the guys in camp and they've been around people and they've been around people yeah. just yeah. i understand it yeah well then like even on our track like so we're traveling to, to hunt in tennessee tomorrow mm-hmm. but we're like adjusting how we normally do yeah to make sure i mean like we're trying to do this <laughs> is i mean not not for even our own sake but like for the sake of other people that we're going to be around i mean like we got families and stuff i don't want to bring nothing back to them you know what i mean yeah I so mean, we're from what i understand like me and you we'd get sick from it of course but not possibly wouldn't die from it yeah but, Anyway, we can bring it home to somebody else, and they yeah. get it. It could get bad. So what we've been trying to, like, what we're doing tomorrow is, like, we're going to make no stops except for, like, at gas stations. We got, like, Germex out the Waz. And so we're we going can, in my truck because yeah. we can go up there and back pretty much on a whole tank of gas. Right. So so fuel stops are a minimum. Be Germex, and as soon as we gas up and leave, not going to be going inside the service station if possible. We got all the food we can. Uh, we're not staying in a house or a cabin Mm-mm. we got tents yeah so. <laughs> and a camp chef stove we are <laughs> yeah, it's not really roughing it i mean no you got i got air mattress i don't know about you no i'm gonna go sleeping bag <laughs> and bare ground but it's gonna be fun uh, yeah. going to a good place public ground you know so yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, when we had to change, we weren't planning this originally, but I'm not upset about it. Mm-mm. No, I've been wanting to hit, go to this place for a couple of years now since I had some friends been hunting it. And yeah, Tennessee's a state I've never been able to hunt other than, I mean, I've been able to film Brad and Wilbur there yeah. in the past two seasons, but I've never been able to hunt Tennessee myself. I mean, really, I've never, I mean, this place we've been hunting in Tennessee the last couple of years with Brad and Will, I mean, you walk 150 yards in kentucky yeah know? yeah true and, but this place is you know in the main off of the state line so yeah. actually hunting in tennessee up in tennessee should up be up, fun up in the middles of it mm-hmm. um around here uh i'm trying to think what we did well when we we talked about alabama the last podcast when i was in it was out when i was in alabama with troy Man, i've been having all kinds of fun while y'all been gone yeah I ain't, we ain't really talked. Yeah, what have you been doing? I've been with Wilbur and Brad almost every day. Almost every day? Almost every day. Y'all kill anything? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you was with Wilbur and Brad, though, man. They, you supposed to be killing everything. We was in turkeys every day. Yeah. Like, we've been, I don't think, well, me, and, me and Will have been more, me and, I think me and Brad have been once or twice. If but, you went with Brad, I know where you went. And I yeah. know what, I mean, I don't mean like I know where you went. I mean like I know where yeah. you went. And, I know uh, the turkey you got on probably. Yeah, he acts the same way he did with y'all, but he's hard headed. Me and Will have probably been seven or eight times in the last week and a half. Really? Yeah, we've been going. Yeah, and I know you did send me a like a Snapchat or something one time of some turkeys we got trying a, to act. Me right. and Wilbur got an episode coming out Tuesday. Okay. So Okay. Some stuff went down. <laughs> always entertaining. Yep. I always like I I honestly, like all joking aside, I hope when I'm you know, Will's in his 60s, mid-60s, 
I hope when I'm in my 60s, I'm still as fired up about turkeys as he is. He loves it. He absolutely. Like, I went with him that one morning, and we got on a turkey, and it didn't work out. A hen took him away, and then we made a loop. And, but when that turkey went to gobbling, like, Wilbur got giddy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, he was – and I, I mean, him getting that excited made me get more excited. And it was just – I mean, it's hard not to have a good time when you're hunting with him. I right, no doubt. It's always fun hunting with anybody that's passionate about what they're doing. Yeah. It's just funny with him, you know, because – like he'll hear the the turkey gobble and he's got that mask on where is he and he turns and looks at you all you can see is them eyes as yeah. wide as he can possibly have them open where did he at? did you hear him? which direction was he <laughs> and then if you hear one he didn't i didn't hear him. Where, where is he? where was he are you sure <laughs> <laughs> always something yeah uh alabama i mean it ended up good we killed when we did the podcast last week we killed one we ended up killing two more and then we came on home um and then that's been about it. I mean, like, I've hunted some around here, um, had a fun hunt yesterday morning. We didn't kill one, but got relatively close. Uh, I'm trying to get Hayden her first turkey, huh? Trying to. She didn't ever kill one, right? Mm-mm. We got as close. Well, no, 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 no. Not close. Let we, me know when you need a guide. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we need. Okay. We need. uh <laughs> I'm cash in. I'm going to do what you did for. Uh, well, you and. How long, how long did it take Jesse to get her first one? Three years, yeah. four years. That's what I told. I told I was she like, missed missed two or three before she ever connected. Mm. Oh, I told I told Hayden I was like, look, it's like turkeys, especially down here. Like like we gonna give it all we got in you know the time that I'm allotted to try, but you know I mean like turkeys down here they're just not the easiest you know yeah well, easiest pickings. It's, it's fitting to get better too. I mean yeah you know we've had an early spring this year, but at the same time the turkeys aren't early I no. mean, they were fired up at first week of season but they've really kind of evened out now seems mm-hmm. like yeah i was talking to um i was talking to bob walker this past week and he was because they're seeing the same thing pretty much in alabama mm-hmm. with the turkey and he told me and it made sense and, tr- and i trust bob's opinion over mine because he's been hunting turkeys and studying turkeys a lot longer than i have if and, bob tells you something about turkey hunting you you listen exactly and so what he told me because you know he he told me a scenario and i said man that is exactly what i'm seeing right now mm-hmm. and he said what he thought was happening is the turkeys even though they've a lot of them have started to split up you're not really seeing gobblers in groups anymore but as far as hens and gobblers he said he pretty much thinks that the they're at that stage now where the hens the gobblers pretty much know where the hens are they, mm-hmm. they they probably roosting relatively close to them. They kind of got them a little pattern down, they so they don't their, really have a need to gobble that much. They got that first, you know, that first couple weeks of season there. They were trying to establish that picking order. Mm-hmm. Now they have established it, and they've got their own little territories. Right, right. Because you're not. I mean, like I'm not seeing gobblers together anymore. Yeah, no. But um, so yeah, I mean that phase will last for, you know. Hopefully not that long. <laughs> I'd like for him to start breaking loose again. But. Uh, a week ago, week and a half ago, me and Wilbur got on two by themselves. Yeah. And this wouldn't do nothing. Well, but. that's what the yesterday morning. Um, that turkey, that gobbler was by himself. But uh, I made, you know, like we, we've said it before, there's not one decoy that's going to work every time. Mm. And uh, I had a, I had to kill her bee out. And the killer bee has worked. It's worked this year. Yeah. Um, but that turkey, uh, he just wasn't a – he wasn't 100% submissive. I think if he was, he would have flew down, seen that turkey, and ran in the woods. He had his little area. He stayed on one end of the field and said, 
I will gobble from right here, but I ain't going over there where he is. Yeah. You know, so. Um, well, I mean, we saw that in Florida. Was it this year or last year? You know, one of them big fields down there would have a couple little sets of turkeys on them. Yeah. And they wouldn't. Like, you'd have down, some down there and some up here, and they wasn't right. going to mm. mess with each other. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he was perfectly content to gobble at that end of the field, but he mm-hmm. was like, you good over there, man. So, you know, it worked out, which like, Hayden's first thing was, you know, at first she was like, I just really want to hear one. Because, like, the, we've only, this is the only second time I've took her. The first time was when we had them jakes come, like, right by us. But it was mm-hmm. in the afternoon early. We didn't hear any turkeys. And that morning, <laughs> that turkey, he gobbled. He he, I think he's hoarse to today from gobbling so much yesterday. That, that's that's the fun part of yeah. you know getting there and the anticipation is he gonna do right? Yeah, I, mean, I was like, please God, please God. And we, I mean, we were got on. I went with Aiken yesterday morning, and we took oh, with one of his friends that had never killed a turkey before, and I was just back here just having a good old time yelping. Yep, yep. And, yep. Uh, that turkey, he was like you're talking about. He gobbled. I mean, he was pitch like pitch black dark first time he gobbled. We really? were able to get like right up under him. <laughs> oh my gosh! What did he do? Pitch the other way? He pitched down. He came closer to us, and then I th- it was either another hunter or a hen. I could hear yelping. I think it had to be a hen because he took off walking behind her, going another yeah, way gobbling. Yeah, it was a hen. But we did hear another hunter over a kaboom. <laughs> hmm. That'll happen. Yeah. That will happen. Yeah. yeah see, we were with uh, Keith Polk yesterday. The and, turkey doctor. Well, I mean, it's funny. Isn't that what he calls himself? I mean, he calls himself that. I don't call him that. <laughs> That's why. <what I> mean. <laughs> it's that crazy man that thinks you can only grab him by the feet. Yeah. But <laughs> we need to do a poll on that. By the way, I think we should. I think it's be, be worth it. But how we, many people pick up a turkey by the head or pick them up by the feet? Is one way wrong and one way not? Yeah, see, that would be the question I'm more concerned with. Is like, is there is, is there like a a belief so so in stone that you're like you not dare pick that turkey up by the head that's what i'd want to know mm-hmm. you know because um, if i see someone pick them up by the feet i'm like yeah, okay sure you know yeah. but i got me and you got scolded yeah you don't pick a turkey up by its head well, I, I mean i learned there's so much in my mind and my experiences it's way safer picking one up by his head you don't get the spurs i've got a hole in my hand you've seen it <laughs> a big old scar in the middle of my yeah. palm from mm-hmm. a turkey spur yeah i've never got one since i started picking them up by the head yeah it makes it a little bit more difficult they have to kick it really high uh well funny thing was is you know like keith who is a he's a, a forester anyway and that i mean i've known this about keith because i've hunted with him since i was 11 years old but that was Hayden's first time hunting with him. That dude can slide through the woods like a cat squirrel. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a, you know. And uh, we tried to make a loop on that turkey because, like I said, he stayed down at the end of that field. And we're at, you know, Keith's place. And Keith was like, I think if we can get down to that same field edge that he's on and pop up on that corner and yelp, he'll run right to us. And I'm like, let's do it. And we take out. And Hayden was like, where is he? I'm like, we got to go. He's, I mean, he was, you just. At one point, I was looking at footprints in the ground, making sure I was still on his trail. I mean, because we was in some pretty thick stuff. We yeah. had to cross like three different creeks, tightrope some logs. It was uh, it was intense there for a second, but it was fun. Mm, always is. Always is. Um, so now that we're up to date on that, there is a uh, very specific subject that I'd like to talk about today. And normally, like as we've done in the first. 15 minutes 50 seconds of this podcast we're normally pretty upbeat 
uh, try to be a source of positivity because um, I think that hunting should be a very positive thing. But there was something that uh, just a particular incident that happened this past week. I, it was kind of it wasn't like the first time I've heard of it happening. It was just kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. I was like, all right, I think we should talk about this on this podcast. <clears throat> and I'm not going to mention any names or, or anything like that, but it, it, I think we can still get the point across. I, I had a uh, very good friend of mine, uh, me and him and another guy, we have a group text, and we text all throughout the year, but particularly during turkey season, we're always talking back and forth with each other. Yeah, I got people I don't talk to the rest of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, you know, kind of like your turkey buddies. And um, we rarely get to hunt together because we live, all of us live, you know, pretty far apart. And But anyhow, one of them texted us, and he said, man, he said, you know, he was just kind of distraught or frustrated, upset, whatever, and um, – they he has some some family ground and uh he caught a poacher on his place like full-on found the drop man with the truck mm-hmm. driving around waiting to pick the guy up when he was finished he could hear the guy in the woods yelping at a turkey i mean they they had a full-blown operation going on hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and we hear about that and i you know obviously luckily he caught him um and what was just, I mean, just frustrated, you know, because I mean, he puts a lot of work into that place to, yeah. to make it what it is. You know, I mean, kind of like, uh, you know, I mean, like, I mean, just trying to make the place turkey friendly. Turkey places don't get good by mistake. Right. They, I mean, private places, even public places, WMAs, all that. The good ones are good ones for a reason. Yeah. It's because people are taking care of them. Exactly. And and. So I mean that that was frustrating in itself, but then it just what what that instance incident and me hearing about it did for me is it there's just been something that's kind of been gnawing at me or burning at me for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, you've seen it too. We've talked about it, you know, aside not on this podcast, but we've talked about it before. Is um, you see it mainly on social media, uh, Facebook a lot, uh, particular pages anywhere where there's you know people talking about turkey hunting, but it's like poaching fence crossing hunting somewhere where you're not supposed to be has become almost like it's glorified yeah it's like you killed a turkey but this guy killed a turkey on a place he wasn't supposed to be at and snuck out of there i mean it's like the fattest kid on the school ground can spit farther than the skinny kid you know yeah they're just one of them thinks he's better than the other because he's doing something i don't know that didn't make any sense made more sense in my head i didn't know where you was going with that (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i I just don't i I mean really here's where where i'm at i mean like really and and again i'm not calling out i'm not going to mention there's individuals that are bad about doing it there's whole pages that you see on a lot i'm not going to mention the names of any of them quite frankly because i don't want to give any of them any sort of publicity to draw any more eyes to them because some of that stuff i see it it frustrates me so much i can't see straight because i how much i love turkey hunting you know and i just being white and black about it these people are ignorant to me yeah ignorant yeah ignorant it's because and i'm don't get me wrong poaching happens in all kinds of hunting and i'm not and i'm not a fan of any of it but um it is it it, turkey hunting has became that is became part of it yeah and, and and people some people's views i get particularly sensitive about turkey hunting because like turkeys 
hunting turkeys to me was the catalyst that led to me being here doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Like I hunted before, but when I got introduced to turkey hunting, that's when I head dove into everything. And that was the first kind of hunting that I truly fell in love with. Mm -hmm. And when turkey hunting is done correctly, ethically, legally, it is one of the greatest pastimes that we have. That's the greatest sport man's ever known. The, and it's a privilege that, w that we've been given, you know. And so, and when I see someone that's like a, I mean, take, um, for instance, our friend David Hawley mm -hmm. that's been on this podcast before, runs Wild Turkey Report. How much does that dude love turkeys? More than a lot of people I've ever known. And how much work does him does he and his family put on their place tons to make sure that he's got turkeys there not just to have turkeys there to hope he has turkeys there for his kids right you know and, and um you know think about like uh like rivers run when wilbur had it yeah there was no turkeys in the delta there was no turkeys in that area wilbur started trying to reestablish turkeys on his place and and side effect of that there was people surrounding uh, border and land started having turkeys on their place yeah you know so it so <laughs> ain't nobody complaining about that <laughs> exactly so i mean so then you have somebody has the audacity to cross a fence and think they got a right to be there and shoot one of those turkeys yeah and it's not i'm not hey, saying you got all the right in the world to shoot one of those turkeys if he's on your side exactly i'm not saying that the turkey belongs to will or the turkey belongs mm -hmm. to david or the turkey belongs to my buddy who caught the poacher last week but that land that you're stepping on he owns that land even even a WMA that's closed, you know, to draw only. Yeah. I know some, I've heard people talk about how they snuck in on them WMAs when they hadn't drew mm -hmm. a permit to hunt them. Mm-hmm. Well, all you're doing is taking away other people's opportunities. I can remember last year I was hunting uh, a piece of ground and a turkey started gobbling. And I knew he was over a fence, but the fence he was over was on public land. Yeah. Thank God for on X because I said, I, I remember, I said, I don't know if that's on W, you know wma land or, or what so i pulled it up and it was on wma that was closed mm -hmm. and i was like we can't go there yeah did i did i want to go over there <laughs> of course i did same problem yesterday turkey gobbling his brains off at seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning I'm st we're standing there at the property line just listening to him yeah know? well that's what i mean what we were talking about that further i mean like i'm not going to sit here and scold you for hearing a turkey across the line and wanting to go oh, and kill him every one of us wants to yeah go i want to go chase everyone i hear but if he's across the line on a place I'm not supposed to be, I'm not going to do it. No. Yep. I'm not going to do it. I mean, now, there's particulars, you know, they're like, well, what, what if you hear a turkey on another place and you yelp him onto your place? Well, that's, you know. That's fair. That's, that's fair part game. Of the game. That's fair game. But I'm talking about being on a place where you're not supposed to be. Yeah. And that's my biggest issue with that, probably. I promise you, too, if – whoever these people are that are doing this poaching and are think it's glorified and all this stuff if they're hunting their own personal place and somebody's poaching on them they're the first ones to start <laughs> start yelling that's and cussing. the truth that is the truth what are you doing on my I'm like man you cross more you know, yeah cross more fences but um the th uh, probably what what bothers me the most is it, it, in social media you know some people are like uh, and this isn't just with hunting. They blame lots of negative stuff. Like, well, I blame it on social media. Well, social media has a lot of positives. You know, it's just all it boils down to is social media is a very powerful thing. Yeah. And so anything that's very powerful can be used negatively. Social media is used no different than the people's personality using it. Yeah. 
And so everybody's I mean, it, got different views they put out there. It's just a platform to be able to share it. Right. So it's not like you know social media made it to where this problem is more, except you know more more of a problem, I guess. But it's not social media's fault. It's the people who's behind the keyboard's fault. Yeah. The ones that are doing it. So when um, these people post these posts bragging about how they killed this turkey on somebody else's land, and all these people jump on there, oh yeah, man. Yeah. I mean that's it's, I mean some people joke about it. Yeah, at and the same time, if it happens to them, they're not happy. Yeah, and there's some form of joking about it that I, you know, is I'm not getting on that. But like, yeah, no. The, the, but there's everyone. I'm, I'd like to think the the audience we have listening to this podcast know what I mean. There's mm-hmm. there's a line where it's All too right. far. You've always heard of the jokes about Mr. going over there on Mr. P.O. Stead's land. Mr. P.O. Stead land. You yeah. know, that's just part of hunting, having those jokes, but actually doing it, I think, is you know. It's not cool yeah. at all. And then, I mean, they, like yesterday, for instance, we're walking in in the dark, and Keith's brother, and this is his place we're hunting. It belongs to Keith's brother. Kevin was with us. Yeah. And Kevin turns around to Hayden and goes, now, Hayden, if you hear me say run, you run. Like yeah. he's just, <laughs> And that's, I mean, that's funny. That's I'm not talking about that. You know, is that that's fine, joking like that. But I'm, I'm talking like the guys, like I saw – a post on Facebook on one of these pages where the guy was like, man, uh, this landowner, I, I had a run-in with him, and he smarted off to me, so that spring I snuck in there and killed every t- goblin turkey on his place. And that made me mad enough. But the yeah. comments replying to him were like, well, that's one way to even out the situation. Or, man, look at that. Man, you should, you were efficient over there. <laughs> really? Have really? Ever, have you ever thought about you may be in the wrong to get in a – Heated battle with your neighbor. It does. It doesn't matter if the guy was in the wrong. You ever heard the wrong two wrong? You ever heard the saying two wrongs don't make a right? Yeah. Just because he was wrong to you doesn't mean you have the ability to go trespass on his place. Man, it's just wrong. In, in my mind, game laws are put in law for a reason, and they are to protect landowner rights and protect wildlife. Yeah. You know, it's just the same as people going over the limit, no matter you know first turkeys and it's just. That limit's set there for a reason, you know. It's not just a free for all. If you kill them all, mm-hmm. they're gone. They're gone. We've we've witnessed that. Yeah, we've they're seen on it. The brink of extinction. We've witnessed it. Yeah. Like, why are we trying to do it again? Uh, it's just it's just disrespectful, and it's it's to me. And and again, I get if I'm overly sensitive to it, but that whole image, you know, and and I really get upset about it on these pages or these forums or whatever you want to call them. Uh, like and you, I mean, I'm, there's not just one Facebook page that does it. There are probably some that are more notorious for poaching, joking, going around and normal, mm-hmm. or people that joke about it more than normal. I think it happens more with turkey hunters just because they're not putting up stands or anything like that. It's yeah. just you know a combat sport. You're walking in the woods yeah. against a critter, but so to more me, liable to jump across the line. But to me, Oops. like it, it, I we field a lot. A lot of the questions you get sent questions on your Instagram page. I get sent questions. Uh, the Primos page gets sent questions. I see those. A lot of those, a, a, a good many, are from young kids that are hunters or people that are new hunters that are very in, influential or not influential, very easily influenced. They're new. Yeah. They're new to the they're game. They're wanting to learn. About they're it. wanting to learn, and so they jump on one of these Facebook pages that is a turkey hunting Facebook page. It's a Facebook page that revolves around turkey hunting or some kind of hunting. And they see all these people, grown men, talking about 
how they poached and how that's awesome. That's the way to be. And then you're these kids are thinking that's well, that's what they're doing. That's what these guys are doing, and they're killing turkeys. That's just what you do when you turkey hunt. Yeah. You poach. If you go, I mean, if you go to any one of these turkey hunting pages on Facebook, there's more stuff talking about illegal activities than it is positive stuff. And it burns me hundred percent more stuff on there than it is good stuff yeah and it burns me up because to me like that image that is being portrayed on there is tearing down what companies like we represent and people that came before us tried so hard to build tried so hard to build a reputation for turkey hunting is a respect sport man yeah it is a respectful pursuit and it's supposed to be treated that way Mm -hmm. and it just i I can't stand it i frankly i cannot stand it so, like I said, no, no, don't mean to get too negative on here, but I just, I, th- I think it was due yeah. to talk and about. There may be some people listening to us that have cross lines and stuff. Just quit. Yeah. It ain't worth it. Look, man. Yeah, I promise that turkey, killing a turkey is not worth lowering your self morals to do mm. that. I crossed, I, I, I've trespassed a few times when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I think it was about, two maybe three times but i still remember the last time i did it it's like it all set in on me what i was doing and i felt so i left a goblin turkey i felt so bad i went back to where i was supposed to be and i swore i would never do it again yeah it ain't worth it so i you know um i've it's it's not worth it don't it. matter if your neighbor turkey hunts or not just if you don't turkey hunt surely you can get permission yeah, i'm glad yeah. i'm glad you brought because that was when i like in those high school years when i did that that was how i justified it yeah they don't those hunt. couple times i did i said Th- those people on turkey hunt so i crossed the fence mm-hmm. but i it, i never did it i swore i'd never do it again i'm not gonna do it again now i may mm-hmm. end up being in the wrong place the wrong time but it's not gonna be because i willingly crossed the yeah, line and, and that, 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 again that's <laughs> you, not you, what we're talking yeah. about that happens you yeah, know we're honest, talking about poaching honest mistakes happens i'm talking about knowing that you're here and knowing that this place that's over there where the turkey's goblin is somewhere that you do not have permission to hunt and you go over there anyway and you hunt him mm-hmm. you're in the wrong you are in the wrong and that's you are not turkey hunting ethically you're not turkey hunting how you are supposed to be that's the way that I see it. That's that's it's black and white to me. Yeah, and you can't. I mean, and today with today's technology, you can't say I didn't know. No, there was last spring. You cannot say you don't know. Last spring there was a turkey. Me and you got on him, one that roosted in the big white oak. Yeah. Uh, I started. I tried to kill that turkey. I had like three mornings to try to kill him before we went on our last trip of the year. And that was essentially my last few hunts of the year because, you know, that last turkey trip for, for Primo's was going to take over through May 1st, so our season would be over. The last morning I tried him, I tried, he was on a ridge, and I tried to get – we tried to get parallel to him. We tried to get south of him. I said, this time I'm going to get to the north of him, see how it works out. If I did not have on X, yeah. I, I was about to cross the line on accident. Like, purely honest mistake is I'm, what it would have been. The only way – you like yeah a hundred percent on that but like the only way you could get caught up crossing the line not knowing is if you don't have cell phone service if you don't have cell phone service and you don't and if the line's not marked well yeah but like i said i happened to check onyx on my phone i said i'm probably getting fairly caught i looked up and i said i can't go right there so, yep. you, so you know what i did 
I didn't go there. You sat on the line. Now, did I? Now, I'm telling you, it, it hurt my heart a little bit because guess where that turkey went? Oh, you could have killed him first time he went out there if you wanted to poach. Uh-huh. Even though he was roosted on you, he flew down on the neighbor. But it is not worth it. Yeah. It is not worth it. Um, so, yeah, that's all that we'll speak on that. Uh, I would be more than happy if y'all have any questions or anything you know like i said i, I think this is probably about as serious as we <laughs> as, yeah as we've gotten on this That's podcast a, a rant yeah but um i'd be more than happy to discuss this further again you can inbox me or jordan on our instagram pages uh and the primos page if you've never heard of on x mm-hmm. it is a mapping tool you can download on your phone that shows property lines it's like eight dollars a month this is a non-sponsored ad yeah and i mean we use it all the time and it's foolproof it gets you out of a jam it gets you out of a jam and it it can help you and it can do more than just get you out of a jam it can help you out oh you ought to see all the pins i got dropped for this trip this week aye <laughs> aye so uh yeah let's end this thing on a good note hopefully um when y'all by the time y'all hear this jordan and i will either be in tennessee or on the on the way to there um and we're going to try to get into some gobbling turkeys. And we will leave it at that. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Again, if you have any questions or anything to add, feel free to message me, uh, my Instagram page, Jordan's Instagram page, the Primo's page. Whichever one you need to do doesn't matter. We'll get to it either way. Uh, as always, thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.